What is up, Wholesale to Million family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. So, you know what? I'm just going to jump straight into it. I'm going to have him hop on, share with you guys his stories, how he closed his first deal. Um, so, anyways, if you enjoy this video, please be sure to show your boy and King Kong and my guest some love. Boom, smash that thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. All right, and make sure you turn on the bell notification so when I upload a new video or when I go live, you get notified. Um, also, too, if you recently closed your first wholesale deal, you can DM me on Instagram at Real King Kong. Show me proof of your check. I love to bring you on an interview like this to give back. For those of you who are struggling trying to get your first deal, I want you to get a, a pen and a paper ready, ready to take some notes because I'm sure Matt is not going to hold anything back. He's going to drop you guys all the nuggets and all the bomb. But, Matt, how much is your first wholesale deal, bro? Um, so I ended up netting a little under 10,000 for Ooh. my first, yeah, Dude, I'm, man, I'm telling you, man, some people that are watching this $10,000 can change your life. Dude can, can change a lot of people's life, man. So, uh, first of all, Matt, I want to say thank you so much for uh, coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. So Matt, when was, uh, when did you discover wholesaling, man? So um, I've been a real estate agent for a little bit over a year, um, and I've always kind oh. of heard about wholesaling, um, never quite really understood what it was, um, but then started slowly kind of getting exposed to the world and started uh, doing research and obviously came across your channel. And um, it kind of gave me some of the motivation to go out there and start trying to see what I could put together. Let's go, baby. Yeah. So, uh, so, Matt, what, so when did you initially start? I actually start um, diving in and, and all that. So for wholesaling, I yep. first started uh, taking it seriously in January. In January of 2022? Yes, of this year. Dang, so this is dude, nice. And then you, and then when did you close this deal? Um, I closed it a few weeks ago. So about three, three weeks ago or so. Dude. I'm sorry, go ahead. Feel? I was oh, say it, felt, it felt incredible. You know, it's um, it's almost like, you know, my my eyes have been open to a whole yeah. new world, a whole new side of uh, real estate. And um, it's, you know, very exciting for the future. Nice, man. So how is it? So how is it being an agent compared to now, you know, being a wholesaler? Is there any different? Um, It's, you know, I, I think that one of the easiest ways to describe it is that we can wear two hats as an agent and a wholesaler. So. Um, if you come across a, a seller that um, might not be totally ready to just, you know, sell at a, a deep discount, you could also help them in a way of being an agent and listing the property for them too. Um, but it all depends on obviously the person's uh, circumstance yep. and uh, what's motivating them to sell. Gotcha, man. So, Matt, so what is your plan now? Are you going to be... Are you going to be um, are you going to be still doing your agent stuff and are you going to still be wholesaling at the same time or are you going to pick and choose one or the other? Um, well, I, I want to transition most of my business uh, to wholesaling mm. uh, just because I've you know seen uh, the possibilities that are out there when it comes to it. Um, but of course, I'm always still happy to help people out, um, you know, if they're looking to buy or sell. Nice, man. And see, the thing is, I think a lot of people don't understand, like as an agent, most people come into a property and like, hey, how can I help this person 
list their property, but instead, you know, you should think about other options. For example, like wholesaling, or hey, maybe I can buy, fix, and hold this property for long term. Um, because you gotta understand, transaction can only get you, transaction only make you rich. But if you want to get wealthy, you gotta start keeping. You gotta start keeping some of this baby, right? Yeah, that's uh, definitely. I'm I'm using wholesaling as a as a vehicle to get yeah. me to that uh, buy and hold status. Yeah. Um, trying to just build up some capital in order to be able to, you know, do a you know a burr method or something yes. like that. Yes, smart man. I mean, you know, I um, that's that's the one thing that when I first started out in real estate and then start, you know, I start stacking up the cash. But then I I I didn't. Um, I wish if I would go ba go back, I would have start keeping some of this property. But let me tell you this. Um, even till now, that now that I just discover Airbnb, so this might be like a whole different conversations. Because long-term rental, let me tell you, like Airbnb start to really pop up. Uh, and those of you who's watching this, don't worry. I'll let, I'll, I'll let Matt get into breaking the wholesale deal down for you. But for those of you who's planning to buy like some long, uh, some rentals property, let me tell you, it's so crazy. I just got back from my real estate mastermind. I, 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 Matt, this is, this is your show. This is your time to shine, man. But dude, I, I'm just getting... So some of my real estate masterminds, some of these guys and gals have over 200, 500, 4,000 rental property. And they have converting some of their long-term rentals into Airbnb because long-term rentals, one of the guy in there has 200, re 200 rental, Matt, all right, 200 wow. rentals. And they only make 10,000 a month net. They only make 10,000 net on 200 long-term rental. 200 doors. Correct. Now, check this out. So for those of you who are seeing all these people flexing numbers, and let me tell you, numbers is the ego. Everybody trying to chase that numbers. I want X amount of doors. But, dude, it really all comes down to is how much do you net. And that, check this out. So the wife is about to, so we close on two Airbnb in Arizona. And just one of those Airbnb, dude, will make, will make her 10000 a month already. Wow. Just on one Airbnb. So a lot of these guys in my mastermind, they're converting their long-term into some Airbnb. Um, Airbnb comes down to obviously a location. And if you can, and if you know how to run these Airbnb, you don't have to go out there and you, have, you don't have to find deals. You can buy property that are retail and can turn it and can make a profit. So anyways, maybe that will be, so comment down below if you want me to do a whole nother video, but my, my channel is just probably focused on, on, um, on, on obviously wholesaling real estate. If you want to learn about Airbnb, why don't you go and follow the wifey um, just uh, on her Instagram at um, uh, at uh, lon l o a n lon the badass. But anyways, it's it's so it's co it's so crazy, man. Um, but Matt, dude, let's jump into it, man. So let's break down this wholesale deal for people, dude. Okay, sure. So um, I actually found this wholesale uh, wholesale deal on market. So oh, I know a yeah. lot of people, sometimes they think that there's no good deals to be out yep. there on the MLS. Um, I'm here to tell you that that's not true at all, um, that you can find good things. And uh, it's just a matter of um, being the last man standing and keeping good contact with the agents, building that rapport, building that relationship with them. And, um, you know, you, you give them a, a low number at first and uh, just by sticking with it, 
which is how I got my first deal. I just kept on following up with him saying, hey, you know, I see the, the property's been on the market for 60 days. I see it's been on market for 90 days. What's going on? Um, and uh, finally, they were able to give me a price. And that was one of his mistakes was that he had priced the property way too high for the area. Um, so he wasn't getting the traction. And when it finally came down to it, were the sellers who were um, in the process of splitting up. Uh, they no longer occupied the property. They just wanted to get rid of it. Uh, he gave me a call. Nice, dude. So now let's break down, Matt. Let's break down the number really quick. No, sure. no. First of all, Matt, since earlier I know that you mentioned wearing both hats as an agent and as a wholesaler. So how do you how do you approach the conversations? Just because I know as an agent, there's a lot of rules and regulations that you have to follow since you got your license. Um, well, I'm always up front, obviously, with uh, anyone that I'm working with. I'll say, hey, look, um, I'm a real estate agent, but I'm looking to purchase this property um, as an investor. And I'm looking to purchase it for myself to do a rehab or to either sell to another investor or to hold. Nice. Um, so I'm, I'm up front with them about the, the whole process from the from the beginning. I like that, man. So now, Matt, let's break down this number, man. So what was the asking price? Uh, the asking price was, I think, $399. Okay, so $399. And, and was that the listing price? That was the listing price, yeah. And how long was it list for? It was listed for, I want to say, 70 days. Nice. Somewhere around okay. there, just, just under three months. Got it. Okay. So I, I want to squeeze in a little tip. For those of you, if you want to hunt for on-market deal, okay, typically you want to filter it out, fix it, you know, fix and flipper or investors needed or or, 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 or or investor deal, something like that. And also target anything that are 60 days or older. So 60 days or older when it been on the market for that, that much period of time, the longer the better, which means at that time the, the seller is getting – you know, more motivated to get rid of the property the longer it is on the market. Okay, got it. Okay, so asking price is three ninety nine, and uh, what was the rehab cost, Matt? Um, well, I uh, I was estimating the rehab to be um, uh, anywhere between fifteen twenty thousand. No, nothing. It wasn't a very um, extensive rehab uh -huh. that was going to be required for it. Um, so I knew it was prime for a for a. a the end user to come in, uh, just do a little bit of paint, a little bit of um, touch-ups, and uh, it would have been, you know, the ARV was, I think it's about 350 to 375, depending on on who's the buyer is. Gotcha. So ARV is 350 to 375. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, bro. Okay. And the rehab is about 15 to 20. And what do you got under contract for? Um, I ended up negotiating the contract to be 282.5. 282.5. Now, how do you come up with that? Um, I had originally offered, I think I started around 250. Uh -huh. um, they came back, you know, in the threes, 315. I uh, told them I couldn't do it. And that was goes back to being what I said earlier about being the last man standing. So, um, you know, it was a couple of weeks before I heard from him again. He came back to me and said, hey, you know, could you do, could you do 300, 305? And I said, well, you know, we went back and forth and we just ended up agreeing at 282.5. Dang, so you got him to come off how much? Um, what is that? A hundred and seventeen five or something. Dang. So those of you, if you're making offer on market, like don't 
don't get embarrassed about your offer. If you're not embarrassed to make the offer, the offer is probably not low enough. Like, if you're scared to push the button to, like, send them the offer, it means that it's probably not low enough. And a lot of times, you know, it, like, if you don't take the shot, you, you pretty much miss all, all of it. So make sure that you take the shot, make a lot of offers. I mean, mm -hmm. real estate's all about the numbers game. Exactly. And and I, I try and make at least uh, five offers per day. Like I said, I, I mostly target on-market properties uh, just because I know that if I, uh, I I have someone to correspond with. So uh, with an on-market property, you have the, the agent's email that you send the contract directly to him. Uh, you have their phone number. You could call them, text them, follow up and, and say, hey, you know what's going on? What do you think about the offer? And you can start that relationship building with them because they're, they're, uh, their job is to answer the phone. Uh, a seller who might be in distress, their job is not necessarily to answer the phone. And a lot of times, uh, you know, you, you might get some some pushback from them. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, dude, man, this this is going to be a great video for those of you who always ask me, Sukong, can you wholesale property that are on market? And obviously the answer is yes. So, Matt, now the listing agent, how do you go about with the listing agent so you, since you are going to wholesale this deal? So um, I was upfront with him, and uh, one of the tactics I, I use um, is by telling him, look, I'm licensed, I'm a real estate agent. However, I don't want any of the commission. Mm. I, I, I tell them uh, upfront, I say, look, you know, we make our money on, on the sell side. I don't want to take any money from you. Your commission okay. is yours. You earned it. And, um, you know, that's that's for you. So first and foremost, yeah, that number might be smaller, but, you know, I don't want any of that. It's not going to affect your bottom line. And if anything, you know, uh, an agent might rather get 100 percent of the of their commission rather than having to split and only get half of it. You know, even though the, the offer, the number is lower. Boom. OK, let me hit the button here. That's right. So a lot of you asked me, Sukong, what is in it for the listing agent um, to go with you? And, Ma and Matt just dropped the bomb. So you just got to let them know, hey, you know, we just won the deal. You keep the commission, man. Mm -hmm. Now, Matt, how am I? Okay, so now let's talk about how do you find, how do you find the buyer for this deal? Um, so I actually found the buyer for this deal by um, just by networking with other agents. So um, as I told you, I, I make a ton of offers and 99.9% uh, .9 of the time they get shot down. And right. um, so one of the agents that I had just recently kind of been in the running with for another property ended up not being able to get it because I think he was working with an investor that was able to come up a little bit higher than me and I couldn't buy the property for mm -hmm. low enough to then wholesale it. So um, we had a really good rapport and I remembered him saying uh, to me that he and his partner do fix and flips too. So I said, you know, I, I had that in the back of my head and I said, you know what, let me call this guy up and see if he'd be interested. And just by talking to, to other people and mm -hmm. building that connection, um, you know, I was able to source the buyer for my deal. Love it, man. I, I th um, and a lot of some of you that are watching this, like you underestimate um, the power of networking and working with other realtors. Realtors got some really good buyers. And if you can build relationships, there's realtors that will bring you pocket listing, which means before they list the property, they'll bring it to you so you can make an offer on it. So you can see if you can make the deal. So it's like an off market deals. Those are some of the best deal ever. And it's free. You don't have to spend any money on marketing. And when I first started, a lot of my deals, um, you know, are coming from networking with realtors and building relationships 
and you know, on holidays, I send them gift cards, I send them chocolate, you know, obviously just being able to build those relationships, it's, it's, it's gold. Um, mm -hmm. Now, okay, so Matt, so you got under contract for 282, man. How much did you send out to the buyer for? Um, we ended up agreeing at 299. 299, got it. Okay. And how long did, how long it took you to find the buyer? Um, I found it, I, I found the buyer almost immediately just because it was so fresh in my mind, uh, from dealing with this other, he was a broker, but you know, he had the listing on a property I was trying to get under contract nice. and just having that conversation. It was, uh, almost, uh, instantaneous. You know, he said, Hey, shoot me over the property address. Um, I went over, I had, I had a Google drive full of, um, photos I sent to him. He said he was interested, went, saw the property and, uh, we locked it up, you know, that day. Love it. Love it, Matt. So now Matt, um, for the contract, did you use the MLS contract or did you use a wholesaling contract since this property is listed? I used uh, the Florida bar uh, contract. Okay. Uh, so contract. Okay. And, and what did you have now? What did you have to put in that contract for you to be able to actually wholesale this? Um, I actually didn't. Uh, well, I mean, there, there is a box that I checked, uh, that gives us the ability to sign a contract. Perfect. Um, and, uh, in Florida, it's uh, that you can assign but not be released from liability. Um, so I always check that box to give me options if I need it. Um, however, this one I actually did a double close on. Oh, you decided to do a double closing on this one. Correct. Why Why do you decide? Oh, man. Why did you decide to double close instead of assign? Um, because I didn't want the end buyer knowing how much I got it under contract for. Since the I spread see. was going to be almost twenty thousand or so, mm. um, you know, sometimes that creates issues with um, sellers showing up to closing or buyers showing up to closing. Yep. They want to uh, come in at the last minute and say, "You know what? The, uh, this assignment fee is too much." Um, you know, I, for for an assignment to go well, I would probably want to do it more with um, someone that's not quite so seasoned. So maybe direct direct homeowner kind of thing. I see. So. Matt, so you're so so on this deal here. Was your concern was it your concern of the buyer finding out, or is it on more the realtor or the seller finding out? It was the realtor or seller finding out. That was uh, my um, my motivation behind doing the double close. Sure, sure, sure. I understand. So, but you were upfront with the agent that you were going to wholesale this. Correct. He he knew the entire time. Oh. I said, you know what, um, I'm going to either try and get hard money and, and do it myself or I'm going to sell it to another investor. So he knew. Okay. Got you. Okay. And then, okay. But then you were still worrying that he'll find out because of the spread or that the sellers would, the seller would got yeah, you. When, when they get the final HUD uh, sure. or the preliminary HUD that they're going to say, okay, look, it's $20,000 spread. Um, and then they might want to renegotiate or something. I got you, man. I got you dudes. When I first start Matt, same thing. So let me help you out, Matt, in case, um, if this ever comes across again, because when you do a double closing, this is supposed to be a $20,000 deal, but obviously because of closing costs, you're out of pocket about, well, you're not out of pocket, but your assignment fee just reduced by 10 G's. Yes. And, and that's, um, one of my takeaways from this deal is yep. I didn't realize how much, um, it was going to eat into profits by, uh, you know, getting the title insurance, yep. uh, paying the parations, taxes, yep. this, that, and the other. So that it really did eat into the profits a lot. What could have been an almost $20,000 spread turned out you to got be it. You got it. And Matt, I'm going to help you out, and I'm going to help anyone out that is watching this. So you know, let your boy show you guys some, some little uh, tips, tricks, and a little secret here for wholesaling. 
So listen, so for those of you, you got to understand when you're doing a double closing, typically you got to take in consideration it's about a 3%, depending what's, what state you're in, but about 3% in closing costs. So on hundred, so let's just say that you have a, a contract with the seller that you're going to, you know, basically purchase it for 100000 If you're going to double close, just know that you got to take 3000 away from that. Okay, so 3000 is going to come out of your assignment fee. So obviously, the bigger the purchase price, the more obviously closing costs and fees you have to pay. So I'm just saying 3%, so roughly just minus 3% from whatever the purchase price is, okay? And that's, that's the fee that you have to pay for a double closing on your side. Okay, now check this out. So Matt, since you are upfront with the seller, typically what I would say, I would say like this. I would say if, if, if it's an agent involved and you're upfront with them, I would say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm going to bring on my partner, right? We are going to get harmony, all right, to close this transaction. So what we're doing, um, so Matt, let's just say that you're the listing agent. I say, hey, Matt, are you okay with this, man? Um, so here's what we're going to do. Now, listen, the price, what we agreed on, it's not going to change. But we do need, and this is going to help us out, Matt, a lot. So my partner and I, what we're going to do is I'm going to sign it over to my partners. But we're going to attack on a, we're going to attack on on um, on a fee, so that way when we come to closing, we can get that that money from a harmony lender to actually help us out with the rehab costs. Are you okay with that? Boom. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good uh, way of um, kind of wording it. Matt, it works like magic because now they don't care because they because they know that you need to get that money from your harmony, right? That you tell them, hey, I need tech on top so that way my harmony lender can fund in X amount so we can use that extra money, all right, to do our rehab or our renovation. So our, here's a here's the next thing, and typically, Matt, I don't know how Florida works, right? But if you, I know that in most states, and please confirm this with your title company, um, is that when you assign seller does not see the amount they just see the name change on the title that's it i think that they that they would see in florida i think that there would be a line on the closing disclosure of the hud that would say assignment fee and it would oh. say you know um however much it was i got you so matt check with your title company because i i have buddies that wholesale in florida and these are guys that gals that wholesale makes like they do between half a million to a million a month in wholesaling fee wow that's so Matt, what you want to do, man, is you want to reach out and you want to check with that title company, see if it's an investor-friendly title company, which means that they know how to do an assignment, um, a wholesaling or assignment closing. Because what I know, dude, is that typically you can do a blind hut or, uh, or yeah, pretty much a blind hut. So which means on the seller side, seller does not see your assignment fee. Only the buyer gets to see it. So okay. I wholesale in a couple of different states, and from what I know, it's on the assignment side. Seller does not see how much you assign. Like they do not see an assignment agreement price. Okay. Um, now a title company that don't know how to do a double, that don't know about wholesaling or assignment fee, they will tell you that's good. That's what's going to happen. So the so you might talk. I'm, I'm thinking that you're the title company you're using probably does not know what an assignment or how to do an assignment or how to do an assignment. So that's why it will show on the seller's HUD. But typically if a title company that knows how to do these transactions, it will never show on the sellers, uh, on the seller side. But I could be wrong because, you know, obviously there's 50 States. So just make sure you <laughs> check with your, check with your title company. 
and then I would check with other investors that's in your local area and ask them which you know title company they used to do their wholesaling transactions. But from what I know, that's that's how it works. Because okay. even in, because Matt, even in my states when I first started, I asked them, hey, you know what? Um, does the seller like does my assignment fee going to sell show on the seller side? And they say yes. We have to be transparent. Seller has to know. And then I call around. I talk to other investors. And they're like, no, 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 Con. That's not how it works, dude. Use this title company. Talk to this closing agent. So even if, even if you reach out to the same title company, doesn't mean that every single escrow agent know how to do an assignment closing. Very some interesting. Do, dude, some do and some don't. That's why when you find a good title company, you find a good closing agent, you got to make sure that you uh, treat them and reward them. But I know that sometimes it goes against community or their company guideline so don't try to send them gift card or anything like that i tried and they're like no kong you can't do that um but basically build you know good relationship but so you know there are escrow agents that know how to do it and there are escrow agents that don't know so you want to find the one that knows how and i promise you that will take care on that side but if you ever run into it um you can also use the other tactic matt and it works dude it, it, it works like magic Okay. So if the seller ever blow, blew up, even you do directly or non-directly with the listing or not or off market, if they find out, you just tell them. And it happens to me. And I tell them, I, I say, listen, you know, we need that amount to rehab and we need to put that on there. We need to tack on top of the fee so our lender can provide us that with uh, the rehab money, man. Okay, great. No, thank you for the for the advice. I definitely am going to start uh, looking into other title companies and, and see what good, I can do find out from that. Absolutely, man. And uh, absolutely, man. I mean, I, I just appreciate you taking the time to jump on uh, and to give back and to do this because obviously you don't have to, but you're giving up your time to do this. So I'm sure that my, you know, the viewer, I mean, I, I, I truly appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. No, thank you. And, and I'm happy to do it because I know that a lot of times, um, you know, it helps to hear from other people that are, are, are new in it. I mean, even though, I've been in real estate for like a year. I mean, still not not a crazy amount of time or anything, um, but I'm, I'm hoping that it will give someone the motivation to go ahead and take action. And that's that's the only way that you're going to get a deal done is by trying and, uh, you know, just keep on sticking with it, you know? Love it. Love it, man. Hey, Matt, I also, too, is I don't know if you um, – have you joined my Discord channel? I have not, but I will. Matt, I would love to have you on our Discord channel. And here's the reason why. Currently, we have over 20,000 members on Discord already. There's, there's no buying. There's no selling. You don't have to buy anything or invest in anything with me or, or anything like that. But on the Discord channel, Matt, I think you can add some value to the community. And I promise you, you'll be able to get some value out of the community. Because, dude, I spent, I, I've been grinding and pulling all my social media following under one roof for you, the viewer, whoever's watching this to network with completely for free. There's people on there, Matt, that are doing deals together, JVing. Uh, there are people on there that are having a business relationship together and all kinds of stuff. I, I know that we got people on there that's from all across the states. Like any state you're in, you can find partners, you can find buyers, you can find... There's people on there that are JVing deals and all of that, man. So there's people on there that said, hey, Colin, I got a property, dude. I, I'm looking for a realtor to list. Boom. So... Awesome. Dude, I'm open up the network completely for free, Matt. Um, and everyone that's watching, all you need to do is go to tmcnftproject.com or just go to the link 
in my bio. But Matt, how can people connect with you beside on Discord now, dude? Um, do you do you mind if I get my Instagram dude, handle? Anything, bro. This is so, your, uh, this, this is your time to shine, bro. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Matt P Realty. Matt M A T T. Yes. P M A T P Realty. P is in Peter. Mm -hmm. Right. Got it. Realty. Got it. On IG, and then you can also find Matt soon on Discord. Yes. Yes, you can. Matt, now let's wrap it up. What are some tips, feedback, or advice? You know, being in the game for over a year now, what can you what can you give back to, to those that are watching that are trying to get their first deal, man? Um, my advice would just be to be patient. Um, and don't be discouraged. That's the, the biggest thing. Don't be discouraged. You're going to get a million no's, uh, before you get that one. Yes. And that one, yes, might be a crazy number that could change your life. Um, so stick with it. And, um, you know, it's a numbers game. Matt, I love it, man. You dude, you say, you said it perfectly. One deal can change your life. A lot of you, you know, you hustling and you grinding and you're working for someone eight hours a day, five days a week, right? And just to make two or three thousand bucks a month. But after just after one month or two months or three months of cold calling, you are about to want to give up. But listen, if you make two thousand a month times it by three months, two, four, six, that's six thousand dollars. Matches close on his deal for 10 G's. My average wholesale deal is twenty to twenty-five thousand. Imagine that. Imagine spending the next three months or four months cold calling, but you you get a thousand no's. But Matt just said it. You need one yes, and if you that one yes, boom, makes you twenty thousand or ten thousand. Guess what, my friend? You have like like all those months that you spend, it's worth it. And plus, now you gain. Now you know the process, and you have the knowledge. To go out there and just duplicate and do this over and over again for the rest of your life. And once you have the knowledge, you know the process, you can teach your friends, you can teach your families, you can start changing lives. Man, making impact. Yes. No, I mean, it's it's incredible. Um, you know, I have a couple other properties under under contract too. I'm closing, well, I was supposed to close another one tomorrow that would have been almost 40 Gs. But we have some probate issues we have to, to follow through with and um, it's, it's just life-changing. Um, you know, don't, don't be discouraged, uh, get after it and, uh, get that money. Get that money. Same enthusiasm that you normally say. <laughs> Matt, I love it, man. Say, so how much are you closing on your uh, second deal? Um, it should be almost 40,000. Um, Damn. another one it's, uh, it's a on-market property, um, and then I have another one under contract I'm still trying to find a buyer for. Damn. Dude, go on to Discord, and, uh, dude, I promise you, you might be able to find someone to JV or just finding a buy directly on there, man, because, dude, the group, they're super active, and everyone is just obviously um, same kind of mindset, driven, ambitious, and we're all there. Just one thing, help each other out, make a boatload of money, and live life of freedom, man. Sounds great. Matt, I want to say, man, thank you so much uh, for coming on, man. I truly, really appreciate it. I wish you nothing but the best. Much more success to you. Seems like you're crushing it. 40 freaking G's on the second deal, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you for all of, uh, you know, your 
your uh, your wisdom and uh, your your encouragement that you that you put out there through your channel. It's um it's incredible to see. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, man. And I look forward to seeing you on Discord. Thank you. Yep. Take care, bro. So, anyways, you guys, and now that um I got some time here, I just want to tell you guys I am launching my own NFT project sometime in April called TMC, which is the Millionaire Club. Um, basically, um, you know, if you want to find, uh, we are going to have utilities. We're going to have perks, uh, roadmap to my NFT project. Um, and some of the perks and utilities are all are going to be related, all right, to real world asset. Um, one of the things I'm doing is I'm giving you access to my multi-million dollar network. So what you need to do is all you need to do is focus on finding the deals and I will link you up with a buyer because my buyers are, are people that are in my real estate mastermind. Um, we have them in all across the states. Uh, these guys and gals, like they don't do small volume. They do big monster volume. They wholesale, like I said, hundreds and hundreds of deals per month. And I'm going to give you, all right, that Rolex. Oh man, no, that, that, that index, right? Uh, the connection to that network. Um, and once again, you don't need to buy or invest in my NFT project at all. Uh, but if you want to find out more on how to get on the whitelist, we just released that, how to get on the whitelist, how to invest in the TMC. I want to build a solid community, uh, bring together just some of the most driven and ambitious entrepreneurs on the planet, and hopefully help you become the next millionaire. All you need to do is go to tmcnftproject.com. Once again, you don't need to invest in my NFT project. If you just want to go there for the free networking, it's completely currently free right now for you. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. Um, I hope that this video add a lot of value to you. And if it does, all I need to do, all I need you to do is show your boy King Kong some love. Boom. Smash that thumbs up. New to the channel. Welcome to the family. Boom. Smash that subscribe button. Make sure you turn on the bell for notification. So when I upload a new video or when I go live, you get notified. Now, to wrap this up about Airbnb, for those of you, listen, if you want to um, buy Airbnb and learn about Airbnb and all of that, dude, just follow the wifey. She's 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 going to share with you all the tips, tricks, and all the secrets on how she's going to build a, uh, a multi-million dollar um, Airbnb business. Her goal is to get to buy 10 Airbnb this year and how she is able to manage to net $100,000 just on one Airbnb. She's going to share all the information with you. You just need to hit her, follow her on IG. Go to Lon the Badass. Lon the Badass. I don't know where she came up with that name, but that's how she likes it because she wants badass people uh, only. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Until, oh, wait. <laughs> also, do is follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter to stay updated. Um, um, business life tips, um, real King Kong. Until next time, you guys, take care and...